Yes, Gamescom is only digital this year, but you still find many devs and publishers there with whom you can chat with and talk about their games. We look closer at the indie game Deepest Chamber, because in the trailer you've got uh, creepy dungeons, creepy monsters. So yeah, looked cool. The game is being developed by Balcony Softworks, a studio located in Hungary. And sadly, the devs are under lots of stress currently, because Deepest Chamber is already out in early access and the devs are constantly working on it. But we managed to grab their publisher from Romania. They're called Those Awesome Guys. And one of these guys is Flat, whom we talked with. First, I asked him to describe Deepest Chamber to us. So just to give a little bit of context, um, Deepest Chamber is a digital deck building card game with roguelike elements. What this means is that each time you play the game, uh, you are assigned a starting deck of cards and are thrown into this uh, procedural vast network of underground tunnels, which is located underneath uh, a plagued medieval fantasy town called Dolmen. Obviously, the deck building aspect and the procedural nature of the levels are going to be the things that make runs differ from one another. This provides that element of replayability, you know, that people enjoy in other games in the genre. Speaking of favorite moments, well, right now my favorite moment is actually pretty close to the start of the game. After the first couple of combats, you'll encounter a fellow denizen, let's call him, of uh, the underground. Uh, his name is Dagger. Uh, and Dagger has this whole vibe about him. He he very much reminds me of uh, NPCs from like Dark Souls or Bloodborne, something like that. Um, so what's the deal with Dagger? So in exchange for uh, some resources, Dagger gives you some vital information, uh, which I'm not going to spoil for you, obviously, right now. You're going to have to figure it out yourselves. Uh, but the cool part about this uh, early encounter is that the meeting with Dagger is very relevant to the player from both a narrative and the mechanical perspective. In this short exchange that you have with him, this short exchange is basically like a, let's call it the starting breadcrumb in an investigation. Um, it also pushes the story forward for you. So you get to find out new things about the world and about the characters and that you're playing and whatnot. But also it gives you some vital mechanical information, as I said, that helps you build your deck better uh, based on the, uh, the reply that he gives you. It's small design elements like this uh, that make uh, games stand out for me personally. And this one is uh, the, the, the first uh, thing that uh, made me appreciate Deepest Chamber when I first got to play it a while back. Vlad also told us what the developers really wish for. So I think that one of the most satisfying and fulfilling moments for most people working in game dev is represented by those couple of seconds when you get to see someone play your project for the first time. It's just the small reactions and facial expressions that make it awesome. And it's very much the same in my case. I got to feel this for the first time around 2014, I think, when we first traveled to PAX East in Boston. That was with our first title, Move or Die. I don't know, I, just being able to sit at your booth and look at people and see them smiling and enjoying something you worked on is extremely gratifying. Um, it is a double-edged sword, though, because, you know, you get other people who might not enjoy your game or who completely disregard it or ignore it, and you've put so much hard work into it, and that sometimes can be extremely gut-wrenching. And last, we wanted to know how the development is going with Deepest Chamber and what's still left to do. So we first announced the game uh, in March this year, 
and then we put out the first public demo, I think in June. Yeah, it was mid-June during um, Steam's Next Fest. During these first two milestones, we got a lot of people seeing and trying the game for the first time. And we also implemented a lot of changes and fixes um, based on these first impressions that people had. But once the first early access build went live um, in July, so last month, a big wave of new players came in, obviously, um, and with it a lot of new and valuable feedback for the dev team. Right now, we're still, I think, pretty much in the early days of early access. The dev team is currently working on a small redesign of the synergistic card uh, aspect of the cards. And also there's a meta progression side of the game that's being thought of and designed. Alongside this, obviously, there's still a a lot of content to be developed, uh, which also needs to make its way into the game before uh, 1.0 comes out. We're obviously working really closely alongside the community that we managed to build in the last couple of months, just so we obviously want to make the game the best it can be. And hopefully by next year, uh, we'll be at a point where we can consider Deepest Chamber a commercial success, first of all, and also a cool and unique game within the crowded genre that is um, deck building card games. Yeah, it's true. There are a lot of deck builders out there at the moment, and we have a feeling that since Slade Aspire, there are more than ever. But it is a genre which is fun to play. So we are very excited how Deepest Chamber will turn out to be and what changes are still being made in its early access phase. It is planned that the game is getting a full release in 2022. Vlad, thanks so much for talking to us and have fun at Gamescom and all of you as well.